Magneto Funky, number 135. It's Saturday, August 17th, 2019. Hey, Larry here. This week was a deep dive into the weeds of Benitez's patents, trying to graft different takes of the power plant circuits, he himself didn't make that clear. Anyway, the music is all submitted, different takes of what I'm calling Big Beat Sound.
Okay, that was Always With You, another alternative indie pop rock leadoff number by Duckwood, a.k.a. Kevin Janoski, over in Asheville, North Carolina, from his new album, Cassette Volume 2, Home Now, uh, that dropped a few weeks ago. Nice. Okay, this is a laid-back and often explicit you bet your ass, weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics, with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay... In Grid Theory. Yeah, this is a continuation of the meta homework on the Benitez devices, mainly replowing the numbers, or rather lack of numbers, provided by the senor. Because he didn't lay out specs for the capacitor banks or the tank circuit components in either the first patent or any of the slight improvements. Only in the final patent for Switch 8 did he specify the battery size or run the circuit through Ohm's Law. A pain in the ass for a non-engineer like myself. Now the thing is, the load in the first example of Switch 8 is a motor and alternator that drives the induction coil and interrupter through the tank circuit and the spark gap. But When he indicated that you could take out the motor and alternator, he didn't rerun that setup through the formulas. Now, I went back over the relevant Rick Friedrich videos on the switches uh, 5 and 8, and like I said way back in uh, earlier episodes, Friedrich himself also let slip just a few crumbs of clarity because he's trying to make something to sell himself. Anyway, the numbers matter, because to me, replacing the motor and alternator as the load with just the tank circuits and the load taps is kind of confusing. I mean, in my setup of Switch 8, the load taps are separate from the oscillation circuit. But incorporating Switch 5 means the load taps are wired in parallel to the tank circuits through one of the capacitors. So which is the load you run Ohm's Law through? The taps or the tanks? I mean, if it's the tank circuits, I've already done the math to match the desired frequency. But if it's the load taps, it depends on whatever I have connected to them. So, taking the senior's calculations, using the motor and alternator, uh, going through two 60-volt, 40-amp-hour batteries with that motor and alternator running at 10 volts, 40 amps, yeah, generating 400 watts to discharge and charge his batteries in one hour. Yeah, it's highly impractical. Anyway, I transposed a load running between 9 and 12 volts at either 50 milliamps or 200 milliamps. 
and I got the big result that the tank circuit capacitors had to be either 4950 nanofarads or one half to one microfarad. Now, for the tank circuit, that just means either a 50 nanofarad cap and a 400 microhenry inductor, or a 1 microfarad cap and a 20 microhenry inductor that will give me my 35 kilohertz of oscillation. But when I did a search, I found one, just one, Cornell Dubillier 50 nanofarad 3 kilovolt cap. Yeah, big-ass can, $45 each, and you can only buy them in bulk. <laughs> and for the one microfarad, three kilovolt cap, well, that's also a big-ass, expensive aluminum oil seal capacitor, or searching through Mauser Electronics, that's another Cornell Dubillier film cap for 20 bucks each. You know, that's a bit much for spitballing these circuits. Anyway, I'm going to push ahead with what I have so far. And since I still don't have an electronic spotter with me, and aside from the Benitez model Peter Lindemann ran at the ETC conference last year, there are very, very few working examples of any practical Benitez builds from the free energy community. I'm not feeling any more lost in the weeds at all as I feel my way through, particularly since I'm not hiding my hands trying to build something to sell myself. Okay, uh, coming back with the tank circuit baby steps. All right, back to the stage. Continuing with a quartet of assorted big beat tunes, starting with Twist the Knife, some more industrial trip-hop dark wave by the previously featured Velvet Acid Christ from over in Greater Denver from the new album Aura Oblivionis. Uh, after that, it's Time Away by Penny, an art rock psychedelic shoegaze outfit from Asheville, uh, from their eponymously named album, dropped on April the 20th. And you know, that reminds me. I'm going to update the Craigslist ad, but, you know, y'all got to give me some kind of bio. <laughs> Even a one-sentence bio. Even if you just formed a month ago, after a night getting stoned and watching cult films like Repo Man or The Five Thousand Fingers of Dr. T.
Okay, second set opens with You're Still All Right, a bit of psychedelic folk from Oakland outfit Said the Animals, uh, a.k.a. local artist Zach Williams. And we wrap up with Rover by Jen Vicks, a multi-instrumentalist and producer from Providence, Rhode Island, now out of New York City. With a career spanning decades... Uh, The song comes from her new album, Six, and yes, it evokes the cult classic TV show, The Prisoner. Very cool video, and I fully remember when that show played in the U.S. Yeah, summer 1968 on CBS. I was 11, turning 12, didn't miss a single episode. That show was a trip.
It's Saturday afternoon. Uh, Much of the political atrocity landscape is the same as last week, except that a couple more beloved artists have passed on. Meanwhile, rich pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was assassinated, whose suicide watch included butter, popcorn, and a soda, apparently. And brown children continue to be molested and tortured in concentration camps. Meanwhile, if we all really want to move forward on the whole gun control issue, 
you know, two things we could do. One, stop using the NRA-approved term assault weapons and start calling them what they actually are, battlefield weapons. Also, how's about a couple dozen multicultural folks in Black Lives Matter t-shirts descend on one of these weekend gun shows? No, not to protest, but to go shopping. In a 21st century take on the Black Panthers visiting the California State House locked and loaded. Yeah, that'll move the debate. Uh, anyway, while the first of many, many funerals for victims of Red Hats exercising their freedom of lead speech, I'd rather switch from empty snark to a notion that's not quite from the deep end. It's a given that almost all the planets that exist throughout the universe are composed of pretty much the same 90-some-odd elements, whether you're talking rocky, gas giant, or ice worlds. And we know that tholins and amino acids can be found on asteroids, comets, or even free-floating in space. Well, I surmise that life will be discovered to be a natural bioelectrochemical reaction of a planet's atmosphere to the energy field from its sun, plasma discharges, and cosmic rays, etc. And if humans aren't already out there, when we finally do get to an Earth-like oxygen-nitrogen type world, we're going to find planets and animals that are very similar to the flora and fauna we find here. Which means the storyline from the show Firefly, where lots of worlds look just like Earth, is entirely plausible. And with that, uh, let's just get on with a couple dates. August 19th is National Aviation Day and World Humanitarian Day. The 21st is Senior Citizens Day, and we have an event, Is War with Iran Imminent? The current situation explained. That'll be happening from 6.30 to 7.45 p.m. Pacific Time at Manny's, which is just down the street, uh, 3092 16th Street here in the city, or rather, 16th and Valencia. The situation with Iran is becoming more frightening by the day. One of the country's preeminent Iran experts is going to break it down. Dr. Abbas Malani is the Hamid and Christina Mogadan Director of Iranian Studies and Adjunct Professor at the Center on Democracy, Development, and Rule of Law at the Freeman Spogli Institute at Stanford University. Uh, he's been one of the founding co-directors of the Iran Democracy Project and a research fellow at the Hoover Institution, which just brings to mind what I hope will not be P. Grabby's last words. Stop being a little bitch and drop the damn nuke. <sighs> okay, moving on. August the 22nd, we have one more event. Buy Back the Block. That'll be from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific at Climb Real Estate. 1814 Franklin Street, number 100 in Oakland. Let's see, it's back to school time and we're gonna learn how to buy back the block. 
Join the new Oakland in our pursuit to improve wealth, financial literacy, and home ownership in the African-American community and beyond. We'll discuss the current challenges of the Oakland market, meet industry professionals who can help us navigate them and get down payment assistance and first-time home buyer grant information. Cool. Okay, wrapping up, uh, August 23rd is World Day for Slave Trade Abolition with a reminder that old-school black chattel slavery is still going on and not just in the third world, also going on in the basements of certain 1% households. And finally, August 24th is National Waffle Day with or without chicken. Okay, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, and art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com. And bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice. Uh, since I'm going with the unattributed Switch 5 schematic, and after waiting half a week before I could go to the Berkeley shop, I went back over the inductor options, looking at the variations of tank circuits, like adding a resistor, uh, why the Benitez devices use parallel coupled tanks over series coupled, etc. Now, to work out the size of my inductors, I started with the two factors I've settled on. 35 kilohertz oscillation frequency and the available high voltage capacitors I already have. I ruled out winding PVC pipe air core inductors because of the resulting size. Uh, it turned out to be a lot bigger than I expected. And because I was still suspicious of these weird little yellow split-headed caps. I checked them with my first cheap-ass multimeter, the only one with a function to measure capacitance, and discovered that instead of being 300 picofarads, like the store said, these things are actually like 130 picofarads. That's a big difference. The other caps that I got for the mini Tesla coil they turned out to be 3.9 or 4 nanofarads as advertised. Now, running these two combinations through a tank circuit resonance calculator gave me a 170 millihenry inductor for the 130 picofarad caps and a 5 millihenry inductor for the 3.9 nanofarad caps to deliver 35.2 and 36 kilohertz respectively. Now, I had a short shopping list. So on Wednesday, I went across the bay. Now the shop, as expected, didn't have a 170 or a 5 millihenry inductor. 
but they did have ferrite toroids that looked big enough, uh, anywhere between 12 and 20 millimeters inner diameter. What I got were 25 millimeters outer diameter, 15 millimeters inner diameter, 10 millimeters high, buck 50 a pair. And as for the inductors in the back, there were plenty of little micro Henry coils and one small bin with 10 to 15 millihenry coils in it. Now these are real old school parts, but they were only a buck fifty each, so I got four of them, just in case. Uh, back at the lab, I ran the toroid through a winding calculator, and the result, using either 22 gauge or 30 gauge magnet wire, I'd need 70 turns. And that turned out to be three meters of wire, uh, just shy of 10 feet, either single or by filer wound. Now, I also tried to ID the 10 to 15 millihenry coils on the Google, but these things must be real old school because not a single picture came up. Uh, anyway, so far I have one of the toroids finished using the thicker 22 gauge wire and a couple of baby steps away from tank testing. Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with a very cool indie folk art pop piece, Blue Daniel Vocalese by Shook Rhea, uh, a.k.a. David Preston, from the album Regularly Scheduled Programming. Now, this very prolific cat is into self-sufficiency, not a big fan of touring since it's not very environmentally friendly, but he has many works on video and is working on scoring some Mediterranean land to create and share art and practice yoga with his fiancée. Cool. about him he's open to suggestions but he may leave you with plenty of questions it ain't all true what they say about blue daniel
feeling that we're in a prison Doesn't matter at all what they say You ain't gonna be leaving We're yelling and we're screaming Maybe we just need something to believe in But he's all cool He's just chillin' Blue Daniel Well, okay Hey, this show is a 1223 studio joint I'm on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher iTunes, Internet Archive, Player FM, Listen Notes, Podknife, and Mixcloud. Show notes are on the pod pages. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, tell your friends. And here's an election rule everybody should be able to get behind. P. Grabby can only appear on the ballot in cities where he's actually paid the bill for one of his damn Nazi rallies. Hey, he owes El Paso, for example, half a million bucks, and multiplied that by over a dozen so far. And how about that, you GOP minions? Or are you spin like a drunken yuppie types, only fiscally responsible when a Democrat is in the White House? Show themes, Rocket Power and Spyglass, by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Friday, August 23rd. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.